All right, how's everybody doing? Hotep, hey, this is Michael M. Hotep, founder of the African History Network, host of the African History Network show, I'm a talk show host, researcher, lecturer, and writer. And it is Tuesday, January 29th, 2019. And uh, we are live here. January is almost over. So I hope everybody's doing well today. Um, I was I was going to go live and talk about a whole different subject. Uh, I was going to talk about the, um, the lecture I'm doing this Saturday, February 2nd, dealing with the history of Black Wall Street here in Detroit. And then my brother sent me this story about Jesse uh, uh, Smollett, who we know is an actor. He's on the TV show Empire, okay? And um, it's an article from thegrio.com. Then I was reading a source article from TMZ. I was reading uh, uh, also an article from USA Today. And while I was reading these articles, the report came on from MSNBC that um, overnight, uh, Jesse Smollett, who we know is uh, gay in real life, and he plays the uh, part of a gay character on the TV show Empire, okay, which is on Fox, he was attacked overnight in a possible uh, uh, hate crime, racially motivated hate crime, and a possible anti-gay, what a lot of people call a homophobic uh, attack, okay? So all the details are still coming in. I went to his um, Twitter page to see if he had any updates on his Twitter page, uh, as of now, he doesn't. He's in the hospital right now. Here's what we know so far, okay? And uh, this is uh, the reporting from uh, USA Today, which was last updated about 20 minutes ago. Empire star Jesse Smollett assaulted impossible racist homophobic attack. Empire star Jesse, Jesse Smollett was hospitalized after um, uh, a possible homophobic and racially charged assault and battery. Chief Anthony uh, Google, uh, Google, Google Me of the Chicago Police Department said uh, in a statement on Tuesday, okay, uh, the attack is being investigated as a hate crime according to a press release sent to the USA Today. Quote, detectives are currently working to gather video, identify potential witnesses, and establish an investigative timeline, okay? So uh, the press release stated, quote, the victim is fully cooperating, with, fully cooperating with investigators. And we ask anyone with information uh, about this incident to contact area central detectives at 312-747-8382. That's area code 312 Seven four seven eight three eight two, or report it anonymously to uh, cpdtip.com, cpdtip.com, Chicago Police Department tip.com. So this is what we know so far. According to police, Jesse Smollett was walking on Tuesday with two unknown offenders, when two unknown offenders approached him and started yelling, quote, racial and homophobic slurs, end quote. The offenders then used their hands to batter the victim and poured an unknown chemical substance on him. One of the offenders wrapped a rope around the victim's neck. One of the offenders wrapped a rope around the victim's neck. Oh, I, I, okay, for those that don't know, Jesse Smollett is African-American. I didn't say that. 
thought everybody knew it, but just in case, he's African-American, okay? USA Today has reached out to Jesse Smollett's rep uh, for comment. Smollett, who plays a gay character of Jamal Lyon on the hit TV series Empire, which is on the Fox TV network, um, that, uh, that show came out in 2015, if I remember correctly. He also starred in the 2017 uh, movie Marshall, and we know he's the brother of uh, uh, Journey Smollett as well. So during an appearance on the, uh, so first of all, um, let me give you, let me, uh, let me, let's go to another story here from uh, thegrio.com. TheGrio.com has a really good story, and I'm refreshing these stories because they're updating them. Okay, so just just bear with me here because I want to make sure we have the most current information. All right, so it's it's reported that one of the alleged assailants, uh, when they were leaving, yelled uh, MAGA, M-A-G-A, which means uh, make America great again, all right? So if we look at the... Um, Look at the reporting from thegrio.com. Uh, the article from the Grio is entitled Report Empire Star J Jesse Smollett Hospitalized After MAGA Supporters Beat Him and Put Noose Around His Neck. They said allegedly, quote, aren't you that F Empire N-word? They're calling him uh, um, a uh, anti-gay slur, okay? Uh, aren't you that uh, F-word Empire uh, N-word? OK, so if if all this happened the way it did. This is something on a whole nother level. OK, I mean, it's, it's one thing to this. It's one thing if you disagree with the LGBT lifestyle or if you disagree with the homosexual lifestyle is one thing to disagree. And if you disagree, you have a right to disagree. But to attack someone based upon that, that's something on a whole nother level. That's something that's just totally, totally unacceptable. So TMZ is reporting that Empire star Jersey Smollett is hospitalized in Chicago after allegedly being attacked by two masked white men outside of a Subway restaurant. OK, the, the reporting from the USA Today, the, the reporting from from the grill.com at this point, is actually better than the reporting from USA Today, okay? Uh, the reporting from the USA Today, I think was updated more recently, so that's why I started with that one. Now, according to the site, Jersey Smollett was walking out of an eatery around 2 a.m. when someone yelled, aren't you that F-word, empire, N-word, okay? That's reportedly when two white, two white men wearing ski masks screamed, this is MAGA country. MAGA means make America great again. We know that is a reference to Donald Trump and Donald Trump's attempt, right, to uh, the fear that a lot of white people have, not all white people, but the fear that a lot of white people have of the browning of America. This is what this fake ass wall is all about. This is what I've been telling you about, okay? Because more undocumented immigrants come through the Canadian border than come through the Mexican border. And, and people don't want to talk about that. A lot of people pushing this wall don't want to talk about that, okay? Most of the ones coming through the Canadian border who are undocumented are white. Most undocumented immigrants coming to this country in general don't come across the Mexican border. They, they come here legally on visas and overstay their visas, 
but people don't want to deal with any of this. They want to target a certain group of people. They want to target darker, undocumented immigrants, okay, because there's a fear of the browning of America, and there's a fear that by 2043 or 2045, that white people will not be the majority population in this country. And some white people fear that. Not all of them, but you have a significant number. Most of them are Donald Trump supporters who fear that, okay? I'm not saying all Donald Trump supporters think that way, but a lot of them do, all right? So when, when so if this is true and they yell, this is MAGA country, right? That has really, really deep implications, okay? Uh, so a noose was wrapped around, according to the reporting from thegrio.com, a noose was wrapped around uh, Jesse Smalley's uh, neck, and he was beaten to the point that a rib was fractured. Now, TMZ reports, because TMZ had an article from this morning published about 8.49 a.m., and I read the TMZ article also. The TMZ article is entitled, entitled Empire Star Jesse Smollett, Victim of Homophobic Attack by MAGA Supporters. Okay? So that's the, that's, that's, that's the article from um, TMZ. It's a very short article. All right? Uh, so if we go back and look at the reporting from thegrio.com, TMZ reports that he is recuperating at Northwestern Memorial okay, Hospital. Now, according to uh, That Grape Juice, uh, which is a online, I guess, entertainment source. Fox Studios received hate mail earlier this month targeted to, 36, targeted to the 36-year-old actor, Jesse Smollett. Cut out letters from magazines spelled out, you will die black F word, okay? The F-U-C-K word, okay? I don't, if you all notice, you watch my video, I don't do a lot of cursing. Okay, I don't do cursing. I don't call brothers and sisters the N-word, all that stuff. I don't do that. Okay, because um, I've been studying history long enough, 26 years, going well, this is 27th year, actually. Um, I understand what happens when you put negative pejorative labels on people. And you relate, and throughout history, if you read Post-Traumatic Slave Syndrome by Dr. Joy DeGroote, when she talks about cognitive, cognitive dissonance, you put derogatory names on people to relabel them, to then change the way people perceive them, to then justify the dehumanization and mistreatment of them, okay? So this is why I don't call brothers and sisters the N-word, I don't call our women, you know, thoughts and bees and all this other stuff, because I, I understand what happens when you start putting these labels on. Okay, so uh, the Chicago Police Department has issued a statement on the incident, quote, a 36-year-old man was walking at above address when two unknown offenders approached him and gained his attention by yelling out racial and homophobic slurs towards him. The offenders began to batter the victim with their hands uh, about the face, with their hands about the face, and poured an unknown substance on the victim. At some, at some point during the incident, one of the offenders wrapped a rope around the victim's neck. The offenders fled the scene. The victim self-transported to Northwestern Hospital and is in good condition. Area central detectives are investigating. Area central detectives are investigating, okay? So that is um, the uh, reporting from thegrio.com, all right? 
And um, okay, so uh, it's reported, TMZ reported, as well as the Griot, the two men, both white, were wearing ski masks. Now, there is um, the letter that was allegedly sent to Jesse Smollett. Um, it was sent to Fox Studios, okay, addressed apparently to Jesse Smollett. Uh, according to TMZ, that letter was sent eight days ago, okay? Uh, the, the envelope that the letter arrived in appears to say MAGA, M-A-G-A, in the upper left-hand corner. Chicago PD tells us they are investigating the attack as a possible hate crime, and they are canvassing the area for any video. So that article from uh, TMZ was originally published 8, uh, 8.05 a.m. this morning. It looks like it was last updated 8.21 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Okay. All right. So this is crazy. We'll go to some of your comments here in just a minute. All right. Uh, the story from USA Today, I want to, I want to refresh the screen. I want to go back to that one and I want to see if it's, uh, if it's updated. Okay. Uh, I know that uh, Jesse Smollett was just on Reverend Al Sharpton's TV show, Politics Nation Sunday. Reverend Al Sharpton just talked about that uh, uh, on his radio show a few minutes before I broadcasted because he was late uh, starting his show today because he was getting updates on what was taking place. Uh, J J Jesse Smollett was on this show because they, uh, he's part of the campaign to raise money for Bennett College. Okay, so Bennett College does not lose their accreditation. And um, so, I mean, this is just this is just crazy. And if if this turns out to be what they what they say it is, um, Donald Trump is going to have to say something because see, when they talk about MAGA country, people weren't talking about make America great again before Donald Trump ran for president. So, if this turns out to be, the details are what they are right now. Um, Donald Trump has some explaining to do. He's going to have to come out and and he's going to have to come out and denounce this. You know, the, the same way they're trying to get Tamika Mallory to denounce Minister Farrakhan. Trump is going to have to, he's going to have to come out and say something about this. You know, and notice, I think, I think the, I think after the women's march, right? I think after the women's march that just happened, I think all the attacks on Tamika Ma Mallory died down. I wonder why. Let's go to some of your comments and then we'll go to the rest of this article from USA Today. I'm refreshing the screen now because that article was just updated at 1.45 p.m. I'm looking at it now, so I'm waiting for it to load. Okay, let's look at some of your comments. Oh, and the African-American business owners post the name of your business here on the thread of the broadcast also. Um, and let me uh, let me pin this. This was going so quickly, I didn't get a chance to pin this here as well. Okay. And Duca said uh, whites deliberately voted for um uh donald trump yep and unfortunately um some of the people who voted for donald trump were federal workers who were um who went for two pay periods went four weeks without being paid as well and some of them voted for trump not all of them but some of them voted for trump all right all right let's look at some more of your comments here 
And uh, I want to find an article here dealing with, because uh, I've talked about it before, the studies that show that um, uh, to deal with the browning of America, okay? Because see, in 26 states out of 50, in 26 states out of 50, white people have a negative birth rate. And if you look at the uh, report from the Census Bureau, the press release from the Census Bureau that came out in uh, June, uh, June of 2018, it talked about this. And there were a number of articles written about it also, okay? And it deals with the, uh, the Browning of America. Where's that article here? But that's what this ties into, a lot of it. All right, I have to find this in another file folder. It's another file folder. All right, um, let's go to some more of your comments here. Okay. Sonia says she has to work, all right. Uh, Lee said, uh, and some of them supported his decision to shut down the government. Yeah, now uh, about 71% of Americans did not support the government shutdown, okay? About 71% did not support the government shutdown. The government shutdown was absolutely ridiculous. Go watch some of my other broadcasts where I dealt with that. Uh, and Duke, I said, black men voted for Trump, uh, but the overwhelming majority of African-American men who voted did not vote for Donald Trump. Trump got, um, I think it was, um, was it 8%? I think it was uh, 8% of the African-American male vote. Uh, I think that's what it was. I'll pull it up because I looked at that before. But the overwhelming majority of African-American men who voted did not vote for Donald Trump. Uh, let's see here. We'll, we'll look at that. Uh, Cerise said, who are you going to report to the priest in the Catholic Church? Uh, Danita, he could care less and it wouldn't be genuine. Um, well, regardless of whether it's genuine or not, he has to be held accountable for this. If this is the way that they're saying it, if what happened, if, if what happens the way they say it, it happened in the letter, uh, that was sent to Jesse Smollett, had MAGA on it, and uh, the the assailants said this is MAGA country, Trump has to be held accountable. The reason why is, is because they would try, the reason why is because when the guy, I forgot his name, he's in his 50s, when he shot at the Republican congressmen who were having the practice for the congressional softball game, Okay, um, they were they were trying to pin that on Bernie Sanders, and Bernie Sanders hasn't advocated violence. Bernie Sanders hasn't advocated make America great again. None that's the, they were trying to pin that on Bernie Sanders. So here you have a situation where they allegedly said this is MAGA country. So we have to break that down and say, 
well, what, what does that mean? And who has been promoting make America, make America great again? Who, who's selling the MAGA hats? Half of them made in China. Who's doing that? Uh, I saw, okay, Greg said, I saw the interview with Reverend Al Sharpton on Politics Nation. Uh, Frida uh, said they attacked him for a role he plays. Are you kidding me? According to the reporting, um, well, this is this is bigger than a role. It's it's apparently because he is gay. Now he plays a gay character on Empire. He's gay in real life, right? And once again, regardless of what you think of the uh, uh, LGBT community or the uh, uh, gay lifestyle, what have you. We, we can have our disagreements on that and you don't have to agree with that lifestyle, okay? But to resort to violence, to resort to attack, that's something on a whole nother level. I mean, African-Americans historically have had more conservative views, okay? But that doesn't mean you wish harm on somebody else. That doesn't mean you condone violence inflicted upon somebody else because of their lifestyle, because of who their partner is, you know, regardless of whether you agree with gay marriage or don't agree with gay marriage, okay? People, people have, people can disagree with gay marriage, but also disagree with brutality inflicted upon the LGBT community. But something like this right here, this is something on a whole nother level. All right. Now, there was one reporting that said that the men wore MAGA hats, but I don't think I don't think that that's true. So if you heard that, I haven't seen anything to verify that. And I know in the reporting on MSNBC, Velshian Rule, they said they don't think that that's been confirmed because the men wore ski masks. Usually ski masks are thicker. So I don't I don't know that. So I'm, I don't want to put that out about the MAGA hats. But according to the reporting, they yelled, this is MAGA country. OK. All right. So I just I, I want to try to deal with facts as much as we know them right now. And if there's some big if there's some big developments and things change, I'll come back and let you know that. OK, everybody share this broadcast on your Facebook page. Invite your friends to tune in also, okay? This is very important. All right, um, African-American business owners, as usual, post the name of your business here on the thread of the broadcast uh, also. And uh, I'll be doing another broadcast to let you know about the um, lecture I'm doing here in Detroit uh, in Nandy's Knowledge Cafe, February 2nd, 2019. Okay, dealing with the history of Black Wall Street. All right, uh, let's go to some more of your comments here. I want to get some of these in. Uh, Tanja, uh, okay, she was responding, Randall's responding to Tanja. Sonia said, when will we begin to critic, to think critically as a people? Okay, now what do you mean, Sonia? Because critical thinking is, is imperative. Because if you just look at some of the stupid ass comments people are making about Kamala Harris, I mean, with, with black people attacking her like that, who needs white supremacy? Who needs white people? You know, instead of instead of African-Americans saying, well, wait a second, you know what, we need to we need to take this energy and put together an African-American agenda and present it to all of the nine or 10 presidential candidates, those who he who have either formally 
announced they're running or who have announced exploratory committees. Because nobody's asking for a black agenda from Senator Elizabeth Warren, right? Instead of doing critical analysis and say, we need to put together that agenda, present it to all of the candidates, right? And see whose policies best line up with our agenda. Instead of doing that, they just want to attack her, but they ain't saying nothing about the other other candidates. And lastly, and we'll go back to some more of your comments after this. I was listening to Reverend Al Sharpton's radio show yesterday because I listen to talk radio. I watch Roland Martin. I know Roland. I watch MSNBC all day. I do research all day. Um, so most of the calls yesterday, we know on Saturday, she announced uh, Saturday the 26th, she had her rally in Oakland, California. There's about 20,000 people there. She was born in Oakland. Okay. Monday, the 28th, January 28th, on Reverend Al Sharpton show, most of the comment, most of the callers calling in has something very, very negative to say about her. Almost none of them said, Reverend Al, we need to put together an African-American agenda and present it to all the candidates. Don't wait until they get elected to present the agenda. We need to do that now, okay? And we need to push these various issues, criminal justice reform, making education affordable, making college affordable, okay? Uh, Medicaid, Med Medicare for all, if that's what you want, things like that, okay? Oh, that's some of the policies she talked about in her speech, but that aside, we need to present that to all the candidates, okay? Instead of saying that, they wanted to attack her and tear her down, okay? Talk about her criminal justice record in California, which we should critically analyze and hold her accountable for that. But at the same time, that's an opportunity to push for real criminal justice reform because she voted for the First Step Act in the U.S. Senate that just was signed into law by Trump. Okay. She also has a bill in the Senate for total bail reform to reform the whole bail bond system, which disproportionately impacts African Americans because we get penalized for being poor in the criminal justice system. Okay. So you have one guy who called in, and then we're going to go back to some more of your comments after this. So just bear with me for a minute because I have to say this. You have one guy that called in and said he tore down Kamala Harris. So then Reverend Al said, okay, well, who would you like to see run? Who would you support? He said, Joe Biden. Joe Biden wrote the majority of the crime bill that everybody's talking about. The, the 1994 crime bill that Bill Clinton signed into law September 13, 1994, Joe Biden, Senator Joe Biden wrote the majority of the crime bill. So how do you tear down Kamala Harris? for her record in California. But then you say you'd like to see Joe Biden run and you would support Joe Biden. Joe Biden wrote the majority of the damn of the 94 crime bill. Now, people, a lot of people totally misunderstand a lot of the 94 crime bill. It, it wasn't good, but it did not create mass incarceration. People need to do research. Mass incarceration goes back to 1971 with President Richard Nixon, who declared his war on drugs June 17, 1971, in front of the US Congress. Mandatory minimums didn't start with the 94 crime bill. That goes back to 73 and 74 with Governor Nelson D. Rockefeller, who was the governor of, of New York, who instituted the Rockefeller drug laws. That's where mandatory minimums started. That started with the Rockefeller drug laws in 73 and 74. And it spread to other states. And then it was put into the crime bill. But the crime bill was federal law. It wasn't state law. 
At that time in 94, 87% of people who went to prison went under state law, not federal law. So even though the crime bill, a lot of it was bad, it, it did not create mass incarceration. People haven't done the research on it. It did not create mass incarceration because 87% of the people who went to prison went under state law, not federal law. And states had already started passing longer, harsher sentences in the late 80s, in the 1970s, 1980s, and early 90s, before the crime bill was signed into law, right? So we jump on these bandwagons and don't understand history, don't understand law, and don't do research. So what I'm saying is, well, wait a second. Wouldn't, be, wouldn't it make more sense if you, if you attack President Obama for not having the black agenda, if you understand that a, that a black agenda is what we present to the candidate, not what they present to us. And as Roland Martin said on uh, Roland Martin Unfiltered yesterday, he said in the first 60 days of President Obama's first term, the LGBT, LGBT community presented a 54 page agenda to President Obama. Wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it make more sense to be more proactive and put together an African-American agenda? If you talk about Dr. Claude Anderson, take information from Poweronomics, put together an agenda and present to all the candidates, but that's too much work. You gotta read, you gotta do research, you gotta understand law, you have to understand history, you have to understand power. That's too, that, that's too much work, Michael M. Hotel. We don't have time for all that. Let's continue. That's if you wanna get something accomplished. Now, if you just want hits and, hits and clicks, on social media, they keep doing this bullshit that people are doing. All right, let's 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 uh, let's go. Let me scroll back because new new comments came in. Let's go. Let's go back. Okay. If you want to put together an agenda, one power nomics, Dr. Claude Anderson. Don't give don't give somebody a two hundred fifty six page book and say this is our agenda. You got to take information from that. Two, the the Congressional Black Caucus, and this, I put it back in my um, in my backpack. Put it back in the, the Congressional Black Caucus, the 125-page agenda that they presented to the Trump administration, March of 2017. It's called, it's called We Have a Lot to Lose, 21st Century Solutions for Black Families. If you really are serious and you want to do something, okay, you take information from that. The reason why that's so powerful is, one, Kamala Harris is a member of the Congressional Black Caucus. Two, it has actual bills, policies, Policies that are in in Congress right now, bills to address the issues that they lay out. People, most people never read it. Every city I lecture and I ask people, have you read this? Most, most people never even heard of it. Go to cbc.house.gov. We'll post a link at the end. cbc.house.gov. Okay. And you can read it and you can download it. You download it for free. 125-page agenda from the Congressional Black Caucus that they presented almost two years ago. Most of us don't even know it exists. I talked about it on my shows. Roland was there at the White House when the executive leadership of the CBC met with the Trump administration. He covered it on News One Now, okay, on TV One. Three, back in August of 2013, 60 African-American civil rights organizations presented a 33-page agenda to President Obama. Okay, read that one also. And take the best from that and put together an aggressive African-American agenda and present it to all the candidates. All right, I'll talk about that in some other presentations, okay? We'll post the links when I'm done. We'll post the links to 
uh, the, these two agendas also as well. Let's continue. People, share this broadcast on your Facebook page. Invite your friends to tune in. I'm gonna try to get to all your. I'm gonna try to get to all your comments also because this is a very very serious issue. We're gonna go back to the um, USA Today article here in uh, just a minute as well. Okay, but I'm, I'm gonna try to get to all your comments. All right, at least the sensible ones. Um, if you like this type of information, you want to support the African History Network, you can donate to the African History Network. PayPal.me forward slash the AHN show. PayPal.me forward slash the AHN show. Uh, if you have a PayPal account, if you don't, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. Click on the yellow donate button right on the homepage. That helps us to keep doing the research, uh, keep broadcasting the African History Network show Sunday nights, finance the show. Uh, keep doing the research, pay the bills, do the broadcast here, et cetera, okay? All right, let's continue. I'm gonna try to get to all your comments. So let me scroll all the way back because I can monitor them better on my phone here. So Sonia said, read my comments in the thread. Now, was that was that to me, Sonia? I gotta go back and read it after the show, okay? And some of them supported his decision to shut down the government, Lee said, talking about Donald Trump, okay? Uh, go go watch the broadcast I did do, dealing with the government shutdown. Okay, I just did two um, recent ones. All right, one um, uh, one the day that the government shutdown ended. Okay, because Trump was doing his Rose Garden address while I was broadcasting live, and then I did one on January twenty third dealing with how black businesses are being destroyed by the Trump shutdown. That Trump shutdown dis disproportionately negatively impacted African-Americans. 18.4% of federal workers are African-Americans. And we make up about 14.7% of the overall population. And then African-American businesses make up 2% of overall businesses in the US, but 11.7% of federal contractors. That shutdown disproportionately impacted us. And African-American women are more likely to be federal employees than African-American men. I can't get over that. Those black men sure were not from New York. Now, which black men are you talking about, Greg? Okay, we got Daryl Sarice says, so many people are gay because they were molested or sexually abused as a child. Stop pedophile. Now, Sarice, you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. And a lot of times people don't want to talk about that. I interviewed on my show uh, back about, I guess, 2014. I interviewed... Um, uh, a sister named uh, Taisha Holt. Taisha Holt wrote a book called Nothing Gay About Being Gay. Nothing Gay About Being Gay. And this is not an attack on the LGBT community, anything like that. A lot of us have people who are gay in our families. I had a uh, a gay, was he a cousin or uncle? A cousin years ago. I didn't know him that well. He lived in California. He died, he died of uh, age when I was, I don't know, 10, something like that. I don't know. But, um, um, what happened was Taisha Holt wrote a book called Nothing Gay About Being Gay. And if you go to AfricanHistoryNetwork.com, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com, and uh, click on listen to podcasts, okay, you could go back in the archives and listen to that interview. What happened was she um, grew up and she did not know who her father was until she was like either 18 or 21. So she did not, she grew up not having a father and that created a hurt for her and then when she was um that created pain for her then when she was seven years old she was accidentally exposed to pornography at seven okay and then what happened was she started simulating 
the acts that she saw in the video on um her uh female friends and like her cousins something like her female cousins okay and that that's how she entered into the lesbian lifestyle but she came out of that she was a lesbian for 13 years she came out of that okay so oftentimes you have people that go through various types of abuse and that can be uh contributing factors to it not all the time but it, it very well can be okay so this is something that has to uh that really really we have to um discuss and you have people who need help okay and this is why i covered the story of r kelly so much because when african-american women come forward and alleged sexual abuse many people attack them deride them talk about them don't want to listen to them and many of those people who attack them look like the victims because because african-american women are the most disrespected women in this country they're the most unprotected women in this country. All right, let's continue. So uh, Darjay Lagan said, uh, replying to Cerise, that's not true. Where's your data? I've never been molested and none of my friends have been. All right. Uh, if, you actually, if you actually do a lot of the research, you'll find that oftentimes, not all the times, um, what what pushes a, a lot of people into that lifestyle is sexual abuse molestation that's that's something that that's a precursor to that even if you look at some of the celebrities you look at uh for instance um kiki palmer kiki palmer who was in uh uh Aquila and the bee kiki palmer is she's come out as either bisexual or lesbian but she's talked about molestation at a young age if you go and look at a lot of the celebrities and they talk about previous molestation. Now, I'm not saying that's the case 100% of the time, but oftentimes that's a contributing factor. And that's something that people just, just don't want to deal with. They just totally want to ignore that. This is not an attack on them. This is saying we really need to have a conversation about sexual molestation, sexual abuse in the african-american community because it's more acute with us the reason why is is because it's it's a hand-me-down from slavery because during slavery african-american women girls boys and men were sexually abused and we know that hurt people hurt people and after slavery ended we never got counseling for this we've all had we've all had stories in our families of rape sexual molestation things like that and usually it's a family secret Usually it's a family secret in the African-American family, or you may have that uncle and they say, don't leave the kids with Uncle Joe. Everybody knows why, but they don't want to say why. So there's a shame that comes along with this. And along with that shame, along with the silence, it allows it to metastasize. It allows it to spread and get worse and hand down from generation to generation. And we have to break that cycle. People don't want to. People don't want to talk about that. They don't want to have that conversation. If you go back and listen, this is why. This is why I did the story. This is why I did the story of uh, of uh, from uh, WXYZ Channel Seven here in Detroit. Had a story dealing with um, R. Kelly, but what they were talking about was how 
um, African-American women are sexually abused more, but they are much less likely to report it to authorities. And they talked about the reasons why. Okay, so uh, we'll post that. Uh, we'll post. We'll pull up that article and post that uh, because they talked to uh, the. Um, I forgot the exact uh, line, but they talked. They went to one of the um, shelters for women, or one of the agencies that deals with sexually abused women and things like this, and they talked about the statistics. And then also we know that. Um, Two studies that I talked about, six out of 10 African-American women are sexually abused by age 18. One study showed, another study showed that uh, uh, four out of 10 African-American women are abused. I can't remember if it was by age 18 or what. I'll pull up the information. Um, surviving R. Kelly sheds light on bigger issue. Black women raped at higher rates, but report less. This is from WXYZ.com. Uh, January 12, 2019. Surviving R. Kelly sheds light on bigger issue. Black women raped at higher rates, but report less. Okay. And oftentimes there's a shame associated with African American women who are being raped. And then there's, there's a shame when it comes to them coming forward because oftentimes a sexual abuser is another African American man. And then people say, oh, why you want to bring a brother down? So they deal with this, they deal with this double conflict. So very quickly here, and then we're gonna go back to some of your comments. Um, they went to uh, the Cleveland Rape Crisis Center, right? Because um, WXYZ, Channel 7 in Detroit, they picked up this story from the Cleveland affiliate. So the Cleveland affiliate went to the Cleveland Rape Crisis Center, okay? And they talked to Teresa Stafford there. And Teresa Stafford uh, uh, says she watched the three-part series, uh, three-night series, six parts, Surviving R. Kelly. And she said, we actually see a lot of young ladies that have been, you know, groomed into believing that somebody loves, that somebody loves and cares for them. And then the person is actually taking advantage of them and victimizing them and causing harm to them, end quote. Teresa Stafford said this is especially true within the African-American community. We don't want to have these conversations. She said, quote, we have to get into a point in our society where we feel that black girls deserve the treatment and protection of other young girls in our community. She said 60% of black girls are sexually abused by the time they turn 18. We just want to sweep that under the rug. 60% of African-American women are sexually abused by the time they turn 18. She said that's a number that's extremely higher than any of their counterparts. She also went on to say only one in 15 African-American women actually report the abuse. Now, when they say report the abuse, basically they're talking about report, go to the authorities, report it, fill out a police report. In a survey, they may say I was sexually abused, but they didn't go report it for a number of reasons, okay? So this is this is serious. All right. Okay, so uh, we'll post the link to this article here on the thread of the broadcast. And let's continue here. Let's look at some more of your comments here. Um, 
and then somebody says CNN just CNN just reporting a small yay story. Yeah, so we beat CNN. You see, you see, we we're on it here. Okay, see, we beat CNN. We don't. I don't have a research staff. I don't have the people bringing me coffee, even though I don't drink coffee. Right? I don't have all. I don't have all that. We beat CNN. Okay. Marianne said, not agreeing with something doesn't mean you hate it or want to. Uh, oh, so something happened here. I don't know what just happened. With my phone, let me try to go back in. Okay, hold on here. All right, let's continue here. Uh, Marianne said, think. They reported it a bit ago. I was watching it on TV before this live. Danita said people need to go to a therapist to deal with sexual attacks. That's true. It helped me and made me better mentally and spiritually. Um, yeah, that's true. They need to get, and see, we have to take away the shame. There's a shame in the African-American community when it comes to going to see a psychiatrist, when it comes to therapy, when it comes to mental illness. Not saying, um, a sexual attack means you're going to have mental illness. I'm just saying in general, there's a shame associated with that. We have to remove that stigma. Okay. CNN is saying alleged. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of reporting uh, is saying alleged. That's what I, and that's why I said that also. Uh, let's see here. Let me scroll back to some more of your comments. Gregory CNN just reporting a small yay story. Um, Okay. All right, let's uh, let's go back and look at the reporting from uh, USA Today, and go ahead and post post your comments. And uh, my phone kicked me out. How you doing, Ed? Ed Williams from from uh, Health by Any Means Necessary. African American business owners, post the name of your business here on the thread of the broadcast. Uh, Ed, post uh, post your website here also. Ed, Ed is uh, one of the advertisers, one of our advertisers on our, our podcast of the African History Network show. Okay. And also African-American business owners, email us at customerservice at africanhistorynetwork.com. Customerservice at africanhistorynetwork.com. We'll let you know how you can advertise on the uh, podcast of the African History Network show and the broadcast we do throughout the week. All right. Okay. So let's go back to the story from... Uh, USA Today, because it was last updated. They just updated it about a minute ago. Uh, it's entitled Empire Star Jesse Smollett Assaulted Impossible Racist Homophobic Attack. Uh, let me see what's changed. Okay. Detectives are currently working to gather video, identify potential witnesses. According to police, Smollett was walking on Tuesday. Uh, it was about two in the morning when two unknown offenders approached him and started yelling racist or homophobic slurs. The offenders then used their hands to batter the victim and poured an unknown chemical substance on him. One of the offenders wrapped a rope around the victim's neck. Smollett then transported himself to Northwestern Hospital. According to police, he is in good condition. Uh, let's see here. 20th Century Fox Television, which produces Empire and Fox Entertainment, which airs it, commented on the incident in a statement to USA Today on Tuesday, quote, we are deeply saddened and outraged to learn that a member of our Empire family, Jesse Smollett, was viciously attacked last night. We send our love to Jesse, uh, who is 
resilient and strong, and we will work with uh, law enforcement to bring these perpetrators to justice. The entire studio network and production stands united in the face of any despicable act of violence and hate, and especially against one of our own, okay? And, um, you know, once again, uh, for instance, you know, I'm not a fan of the Empire show, okay? I've actually come out in opposition to the Empire TV show. It's one of the most degrading, stereotypical TV shows on the air, you know, right up there with love and hip hop. However, however, because we disagree with the show, that don't mean that we condone or advocate or anything like that, violence, anything like this. So this is something on a whole nother level that, that we need to come out against and totally, uh, 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 totally condemn it. Uh, so during an appearance on the, the Ellen DeGeneres show in March of 2015, Jersey Smollett came out as gay himself. He expanded upon his sexuality in an interview with Out Magazine in 2016. Okay. Um, so in, 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 in that interview, he, he said he's a gay man. All right. And we know he plays a gay man on the uh, TV show Empire as well. Okay. All right, so we have responses from Vivica Fox. I'm not. I'm just now hearing the news about the senseless hate attack on my empire nephew, Jesse Smollett. I'm so angry and hurt about this. This must stop. Spread love, not hate. Prayers up to you, nephew. John Legend said, sending love to Jesse, uh, Jesse and the Smollett family uh, after the horrific attack. We support you and pray that you find uh, peace and justice. Uh, Zendaya said, uh, uh, this is uh, heartbreaking and terrifying. Please pay attention to what's happening here. Sending all my love. Uh, Wanda Sykes said, I'm pissed. Love you, Jesse Smalley, and your family. Carrie Washington said, Dear God, prayers and justice for Jesse Smalley. I'm looking to see if Donald Trump commented on Twitter because these are tweets. I'm, I, I don't see any tweets from Donald Trump. Uh, I'm still looking. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I'm trying to see if Donald Trump commented. Uh, okay. No, no, no tweets from Donald Trump yet. All right. Let's go back to some more of your comments here. Then we have to get out of here. All right. Hey, how you doing, Sandy? Lately, as in the past 10, 15 years, there's been this thing where if you don't agree with something, that means you hate them. Right, right, yeah. It's just because you disagree with, and there are a lot of, there are, you know, African-Americans who may disagree with the LGBT lifestyle, what have you, but they don't advocate violence, don't condone violence, don't wish harm on somebody. They, they may just disagree, okay? And if you disagree, you have a right to disagree. But that doesn't mean that you want brutality inflicted upon people. That doesn't mean you condone them being discriminated against or, be, you know, I don't I don't I don't even engage in um, uh, jokes about uh, gay people and things. I don't I don't even engage in that. And see, one of the reasons why is because um, I was listening to the Michael Basin show one day. This was back about 2008, 2009, back when. Michael Basin was like really, really big. And he used to have a segment that dealt with molestation. And 
dealing with molestation. And I remember there was this one girl who called it, she's a woman. It happened when she was a teenager. And she said that um, she did not tell her mother that she was molested because her mother always said, if somebody does something to my baby, I'm going to kill her. And she was afraid that her mother would kill the person and her mother end up in prison. So she didn't tell her mother about it because she knew what her mother would do. Okay. I think years later she told, maybe she told her mother, but that caused a problem for her because now she has to deal with this molestation without the support of her mother. So in our families and even around our friends and our families, especially, we have to be careful of the type of environment that we create. There was a meme, I know Soleil, the hip hop artist Soleil, Tanya Johnston posted this, you know, she's married to um, Professor Griff. She posted a meme that D.L. Hughley posted, comedian and talk show host. And it says something to the effect of, um, I think I could pull it up also, something to the effect of um, uh, the reason, uh, your daughter hears you defending R. Kelly that's why she's afraid to tell you she's being molested by her uncle, something to that effect, right? So, so we have to be careful of the environment. I'm trying to pull this up on uh, my other computer. So it's not on, is it on the other one? Um, it, we have to be careful of the environment that we create, right? So if in our family we make jokes about homosexuals, lesbians, things like this, if we say things negatively about them, right, that makes it much harder for our children to tell us that they're gay. That makes it much harder for our children to come out and tell us this, right? So even though you may not mean anything by it, we have to be cognizant of the type of environment that we create in our families by what we say. Because oftentimes they, oftentimes they may have been the victims of some type of sexual abuse, molestation, something like that, physical abuse. And they're having these conflicts and they hear what their parents and their brothers are saying and their sisters are saying, joking. And then they, they, there's a fear of, of saying how they're feeling. Let me try to pull up this meme. We'll go back to some more of your comments here. Uh, okay, Levita said really sad. Marianne said Trump hasn't tweeted in six hours. Okay, she checked his Twitter feed. He hasn't tweeted in six hours, okay. Because <laughs> I know Roger Stone pleaded not guilty today. And I know the heads of the, uh, of the, uh, different agencies uh they're testifying in front of congress the heads of the intel agencies are testifying in front of congress right now all right <laughs> let me see if i can pull this up here i think i saved it bonnie said noose what else could it be but racism homophobia mary said i remember michael having that on his show we're talking about taisha hope mary if you remember that, you've been listening for a long time. <laughs> that was back in about, 
I think 2014, 2015, Taisha Holt. And that was a, go listen to that interview. That was a deep interview because what Taisha Holt did was she talked about like what goes on in the LGBT community and she, she talked about how she came out of it. She came out of it because she, uh, a pastor reached out to her and she joined the church and got involved in uh, Christianity, got involved in the church and she was able to come out of that. And she shows, she shows pictures of her now dressed like a woman, dressed feminine like a woman. She shows pictures of her back when she was a lesbian because she was a stud. She shows pictures then and she talks about what led her into that lifestyle, what brought her out of that lifestyle. Okay. Mary said the uncle that sits at the table with the family during holidays. Levita says seven reports of Smollett attack all headlines mention anti-gay slurs, only encourage anti-black, just an observation. Okay, your, your daughters will hear you defending R. Kelly, and that's why they won't tell you their uncle is touching them. Okay, that's what the that's what the meme is. All right. Okay. And uh, I'm on just uh, Jesse Smalley's uh, Twitter page. So let me refresh this, see if there are any updates here. Why y'all asking about 45 and a response? Really, y'all come on? Hey, well, it's a, it's a legitimate question. Let's see here, Shalanda. Okay, how you doing? Shalanda said correct. Uh, Sonia said uh, we're being attacked on all fronts, not just based on someone's orientation. Right now, in Maryland East, uh, in Maryland Eastern Shore, young black male killed in police custody. Sonia, I meant that people make choices, maybe. I think their choices are not something I would do, but yes, it is in my business, so I don't hate them or wish harm. Okay. All right. And um, wait for okay. No updates on this. Okay, man, maybe I should follow him. Maybe it shows some no updates on his uh, Twitter page as of yet uh, for Jesse Smalley, not uh, Trump. All right. Okay, so those, uh, before we get out of here, let me just let you know this. Those in the Detroit area, I'm doing um, a lecture series for African-American History Month at Nandy's Knowledge Cafe, 71 Oakman Avenue in Highland Park, Michigan, 71 Oakman Avenue in Highland Park, Michigan. And um, we, it kicks off each Saturday in February, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, free event, uh, open to the public, donations accepted. Uh, it starts February 2nd, 2 p.m. And uh, I'm doing a presentation dealing with the history of Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The history of Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay, it's a fantastic presentation. And um, uh, come on out. And we'll record this. I'll have it on DVD as well. 
Um, we, this is a free event, donations accepted, okay? And if you want to donate to that work, because uh, we have expenses in putting this event on, uh, if you want to donate to the African History Network to help offset the cost, paypal.me forward slash the AHN show, paypal.me forward slash the AHN show, or um, go to our website, africanhistorynetwork.com, africanhistorynetwork.com, and uh, right on the homepage, click on the yellow donate button, and you can donate there as well, okay? We have a Facebook event invite uh, also, so you can uh, go there. We have more information, and be sure to share that information. We'll get the flyer up on our website, africanhistorynetwork.com. A little behind schedule. I, I had a definite family. Uh, my last aunt, uh, my mom's sister, uh, we had the funeral last week, Tuesday. So I was tied up with family because it's, uh, it's in, in Flint, Michigan. So I was up in Flint, Michigan for three days dealing with that. So I'm behind schedule on certain things and behind schedule on promoting this, you know, things like that. So, and, and then uh, my, 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 my other aunt, we buried her late last year. And then this aunt here, because they're all sisters. These are my mom's sisters. So I'm behind in promoting some, behind in doing some of this stuff. Okay. All right. So look, hey, we have to get out of here. Hey, remember the African History Network, we focus on educating, empowering, and inspiring people of African descent throughout the diaspora and around the world, because right now it's correct wrong behavior. Uh, what you do for yourself, what you do to yourself, and what you allow other people to do to you and get away with is based upon what you think about yourself. What you think about yourself is based upon what you have been taught about yourself. What you've been taught about yourself is based upon everything you've read, heard, seen about yourself. Right now, it's correct wrong behavior. It's not over till we win. Wakanda forever. And Black Panther is coming back to select theaters. I think it's AMC theaters. We have an article about this. Uh, February 1st through February 7th. 2019 for African-American History Month, and these are free screenings of it also, okay? So we'll post an article uh, about that as well. All right, talk to y'all later. Peace.